You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Russell Von Dussel. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? People are, people have been putting the screws to me this week. Why I are you am, putting the screws I, to me? I am tired. Oh, you're I am, fatigued I'm, right I'm, out of the I'm in it. I'm in low it. Low energy right now, night. You know? No, it's not low energy. I'm okay. going to bring it. I'm going to wield it. You're gonna but bring I tell it. you harness. Wow, harness good block bad. Wow, am That's I what tired? You need to do. You're, yeah. They're killing you. They're running you ragged. I mean, you know, every which way, every which way, but loose, Rich. Yeah. They're running me. Uh-huh. You know, it's coming out of both ends. <laughs> All right, you <laughs> had a, you want it. I unfortunately missed it, but there was a big gathering of the Juggalos, and by the Juggalos, <laughs> yeah. I mean the hashtag Dork Shared Gooniverse this past weekend. Well, there was you. Uh, you were missed. Shine was missed. Rossi was missed. But other than that, we had a we had ourselves a golf outing. How'd that go? together by Wesley Sykes? It was good. I I played a little bit more golf than I wanted to. You know what I mean? <laughs> I <laughs> People are like, hey, 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 eyeballs! How are you hitting them? And I'm like, often. Good line. Yeah, like that. Good line. Anybody yeah. good? Um, not really. Uh, yeah. But it was uh, good. I, I would have fit in nicely. Was, uh, <laughs> I did get so the highlights. The highlights of you saw Goose swing. I did see that. I didn't know if he was kidding or not. He was not. He was okay. not. Everything uh-huh. was off his heels. It was awesome. Um, his grip. I noticed my, his grip was was odd. As he's well. all over the place. Um, I said to Doctor Joe. I said to Backcracker, Doctor Joe. I said my only thing that I want to see today is Mac fire a club across the course. What hole he was that it. on? That was on hole nine. He did. He did it, and he hmm. came a, a, a half an inch. From hitting Doctor Joe right in the testicles, it was Jesus it was Christ. he fired it out of a sand trap and it like skipped like he thought yeah. it was gonna like land and it skipped and hit Doctor Joe right in the inside of the thigh. I would imagine a guy who rage quits video games would be uh, a real hoot on the course. Yeah, and then yeah. I did something I did something that I've never done before. So I was punching out of a uh, some low some low trees. Okay, and uh, I did it successfully, um, but I hit I clipped another tree. And Dr. Joe, poor Dr. Joe, he's standing underneath He's really the tree. just taking shots here. I hit this tree, 200 minimum acorns just rained down on his head. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a solid three seconds. It's acorn like season, acorns. season. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he just, wait, he just ducked for cover. That poor guy, that poor bastard. Talk about being put in the ringer. Man, he but needed was, to wear like nice. a helmet uh, out there. That, that uh, oily bullhunk, uh, what's his name? Uh, your buddy Fryer there. Fry guy. He can really hit. He can hit the golf ball. Oh, he can smack it. Yeah. He can smack it. He yeah. can really hit it. You know, yeah, the rest of us. Want, I mean, the rest of us were out player. there. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're out there. We're doing our best. You know, 
It's the second oh, time I played all year. Hey, little little army golf, right? Left, seriously. Left, left, right, left. Clap. Exactly. Army you hit golf. one good shot a hole. You play bogey golf. You're good. Yeah. I try. Yeah. I I play like twice, once or twice a year though. Same. I shot a hundred on the nose. It's fine. Nice. See, yeah, yeah we would have been a, we would have been a good pair. Yeah. All right. Well, that's nice. Hopefully, I can make the next one. Yeah, it was fun. We're, um, we're looking to do it uh, do it again. Not anytime soon because of the weather's going to turn on us, you know. But <laughs> right, mm-hmm. you know. But we'll, we'll we'll get out there. You know what we should also do? Maybe paintball. Yeah, I would love to shoot some of these fuckers. That uh-huh. would be a nice time. That would be a nice time, and no real athletic ability required for paintball. No, in fact, it could work against you. You know, you get sure. you're, you're get you're running out there like a like a madman, and you're getting shot up. The best yeah. thing I ever saw playing paintball. We used to take the seniors at the school where where yeah. I work. Yeah. Two kids went rogue. They went like try to go around. You know how they do the thing with the hill in the middle and they, like oh, of course. So they try to go around the hill mm-hmm. and one kid dives for cover behind a log. Wouldn't you know it, Richard? Lands right on a wasp nest in the ground. <laughs> so the best part is they start getting stung like a because those things don't stop. No, like, they, they stinging, there's no they quitting them. There's no quitting them. So they're getting stung. So they mm. run, they run to like start running around because they're trying to tell someone they're getting stung by wasps or hornets. I forget which one it was. And you just open fire. Oh, and they ran right in the middle of the course. <laughs> just, <laughs> so as they're getting stung by hornets, just get absolutely nailed. Yeah. The best. That's a, yeah. that's a blast. I think paintball would be fun. Now, if, if, if there's uh, any objection to it, laser tag is also fun. Laser tag is on the table, but as you know, I did, good, but yeah. I, I did get injured playing laser tag. You saw me do it. Yes. You this also an old almost story. killed. You also almost killed some. Oh no, no, no! You you almost got killed. I almost got killed, and yeah. then I I cheated by tackling one of our friends and sitting on him and shooting him with his own gun. Right as he exclaimed, "Help! Help! <laughs> help!" So as the story goes, we as as boarding school students who had nothing to do on the weekends, they would bring activities to us, and they brought in an inflatable laser tag thing, which we were so excited to do. Could not have been more excited. It's probably the greatest, one of the five greatest nights at that four-year school. And all of the blue-blooded, full-pay kids wanted nothing to do with laser tag. No. We we got to play laser tag for three (laughs) straight hours. It's incredible. It was amazing. So I'm standing in a window, and our buddy Shark, I didn't see him because he was like low. I'm shooting through a window. He popped up and didn't know I was there and hit me right in the forehead, forehead with his gun. With the back Bleeding. of his gun. Wasn't it like the bottom of his gun? It was like the like, butt of the gun because he came up like pointing and he hit me, like, clocked me right yeah. in the head. So we come out and the attendant, who was like some townie, he was from New Hampshire, just like us. Oh, he was a like, great guy. Actually. He's like, what the hell are you guys doing in there? You're he's like, here's someone yelling for help. <laughs> you come out bleeding. Well, the best was, he was the classic guy that like did not give a shit about his no, job. Was, and and yeah. we would... It was one of those things where you would basically he had something that would just give the game like time. Right. That's how it worked. Right. So it was yeah, like they you, would, you minutes, would like give him your thing minutes. and he'd be like set it for ten yeah. minutes. And when the thing goes off, you come out. And he would set it for like the maximum. Remember, he was like, it was like an hour. Hey, or something. Uh, would you guys mind help me clean up when this is done? And we're like, we yeah, did. That's fine. And he goes, all right, great. And then he gave us like twenty minutes, and people in line yeah. are like, what the fuck is this? And the best was he was like, at the end of it. Uh, we've probably told the story on the podcast, but there's been a million episodes. We'll tell it anyway. Oh, yeah. So on the end of it, it like Davey says, it's a big inflatable thing. And he's sitting there and he's got this, all this thing. Like we're like, you deflate it. And he's like, all right, guys, now you just kind of grab the end here and then just roll it up like a, and our friend cuts him off and goes like a tent. <laughs> he goes, yeah, man. Yeah. Roll, yeah. roll it up like a tent, like a tent. <laughs> <laughs> 
and we're like we're like dude and he's like no i i knew i knew what he meant i knew what he like, meant like yeah okay man like a yeah dude like <laughs> yeah like a tent do it like a tent <laughs> all right anyway good let's story get... time good story time intro I'm, I'm people like now. a story time we actually we yeah. got some feedback on story time but we, back when we we're like doing our, our email yeah. bag people said they like story time so there's mm-hmm. there's story time for you all right Ryan, let's get to the news All right, Ryan, a couple of monster trailers since our last episode. Hold on. Speaking of that, should, yeah. would now be a good time to tell you that I can't hear the music? Yeah. Okay. Probably we'll should have mentioned that later. That. We'll, f- we'll fix that later. Probably should have mentioned that earlier. Well, I, that was the first one I couldn't hear, so we're, we're good there. Son of a bitch. Could you hear yeah. the intro intro? Yeah. You could. Yep. You're lying. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I lied. Yep. I didn't want to make you feel uh, bad. Well, let's press Oh, let's God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> what, what is happening? How does this... All right, let's... This is what we're going to do. You're we're lying. Gonna, yeah, we're going to fix I, this. I we're going to fix this right now. We're going to fix this right now. Everybody's going to listen to this right now. Ready? How that that rip or what? Yeah, yeah, there it is. There that it was. I got it now. What? Yep. Uh, I'll be honest. That was definitely user error. That was on. That was on me. There's <laughs> <laughs> no doubt that was on me. Thanks for the heads up. Next time, got it. yeah. Next time, right out of the shoot. Let me know. <laughs> Soon you fucking say something. Next time, Jesus. say a fucking thing when we're sitting there listening to the intro and there's no sound. You don't just sit there with your fucking mouth shut. You tell me you can't hear it. Because I can hear it. It's coming off of my computer. I hear yeah, everything. Not a word, not a, a fucking crystal word. clear Dolby digital surround. And I don't know why I lied. I don't know why you're like, oh yeah, I heard the first one. <laughs> no deal why no. I lied on that. How does no that idea. help anybody? It doesn't. That's why I, I immediately you're like, you're lying. I'm like, that, yeah, that goes for everybody in the chat. Just don't sit there and pretend you can hear it. You can't hear it. You let me know. I'll fix uh, it. I'll fix the goddamn problem. Ryan, a couple of huge trailers since our last episode. Mm-hmm. First one, The Mandalorian season two. This comes out in October on Disney Plus. I am so fired up the way uh, the first season went, the way the first season ended, and then this trailer looks fantastic. It, I mean, like you said, it, it hits right where he left off. Um, we got my former girl Gina Carano looking, looking, looking great, looking yeah. thick. You know, <laughs> she can wield it. She can you do know, whatever she wants. Um, and I love, I love uh, Giancarlo Esposito. I love that guy. What a he's great the man. Guy. He's the man. We've sort of kicked around the idea of doing an episode kind of almost based around him in a way. Mm-hmm. Where we're talking about some of the great villains, the great big bads that have been on screen in the last several years. And it seems like he continues to add to his resume between Breaking Bad, The Boys, now this. I'm sure mm-hmm. he's going to be in an MCU movie at some point. He was, just t- he was talking about. Is it just me, or did the? By the way, this is shifting gears. But did the child look a little more green to you in the trailer? Uh you know what? I didn't notice that. Maybe look I'll go back again. and look at it. Look at and it if again. you if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you have. Or if you just want to watch it again, we tweeted all these out at Dork Podcast on Twitter. Uh, also, people were looking for Ahsoka Tano, played by Rosario Dawson. There was yeah. a quick reaction. Some people thought maybe they saw her, but it was not her. She was not mm-hmm. in the trailer. But Sasha Banks, WWE's and Massachusetts own Sasha Banks, is playing Sabine Wren 
one of the yes. characters from the animated shows and you see her like with a like a little thing over her head kind of like in the alley you see her for a second that's gonna be sweet that's gonna be pretty sweet that's pretty cool casting i'm looking forward to that but no this show is just it's in such good hands as we talked about last week or the week before with favreau and filoni and all those guys that i can't wait it's one of the, it's one of the best shows on tv I'm, I'm excited for it now did you see esposito said that it's gonna go minimum for three or four seasons oh i like that so I think he's, I, he was saying right. in an interview, they were talking about how this is such a big universe and we need mm-hmm. there's so much room to explore and it's going to go. It's a big universe. Three or four seasons. Yeah. It's vast. Mm-hmm. Would you call it vast? I would. That, yeah. that's, a, that's an excellent word for it. For sure. Thank you. I thought it was as well. Uh, anything else on the Mandalorian before we get to the other trailer? I don't, and I hope this is it. I hope we get maybe one more trailer, but I don't want any plot points. I don't want yeah, I don't need that. given away. I actually I hope they don't give us Ahsoka Tano. I feel like they might. I'm already mad that they told us she's in it. But that's yeah, just how things wish... are now. Like we know I about mean, casting. I know, but it's one of <sighs> the I, I feel like the less I mean, think about it when and not to go back to other things, but the boys, hmm. there was really nothing. They didn't really give you anything. Here other is. than the fact that it was going to come way sooner than you thought it was going to that, that, that was going to yeah. be released way sooner. <laughs> which is um, a problem for some. Which is <laughs> Last longer, right? You want to last longer? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I caught myself. You caught me. Uh, you caught me though. You caught me. I got that. Yeah. You know, I like never. I never say the word that word because I, I always, can't. I always think of it in the other sense. You you can't you unless you're telling somebody to. I don't approach you. I never say it. You never say like come here. Like come here. Oh, come here. My like baby. if you're talking to your dog, you're like come here. Like I, but I, yeah, yeah, I don't say, say I don't, I don't say, come here. I say, come here, come here, come here. I add it together. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I'll never be like when you're talking to somebody, like oh, like do you think they'll come? Like I never ever say that. I'm not mature. <laughs> you, well, enough. I think that the the proper response to that is Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Jesus kill, Jesus kill. I don't know, guys. Do you think they'll come? Like I can't, I can't say. Do you it. think he will arrive imminently? <laughs> I. Like I immediately every time go there, and like people will say it, like either on the radio, like a caller might say it, or somebody else, and they're they're saying it, like honest to god, like a, like a real point, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not mature enough for it. Oh, uh, but no, what I'm do you not. Think we should, should we wait until the season is over and then do an episode, or do you think it's do you think it's at the level where we recap each episode? Like, I kind of want to. I think that might be better. I kind of want to. And it'll be right at the end of Dorktober. So maybe that's how we do uh, November, essentially. It's, I mean, it sounds tailor-made. It sounds yeah. like there's our there's our Mandalorian. holiday season. Okay. Ryan, we also got the trailer for uh, also on Disney+. Plus. So they're finally kicking things into the gear because they've given us nothing. They've given us one season of The Mandalorian and then a bunch of great old movies, but nothing else. And we get the trailer for WandaVision. What would you say is going on in this? I have no fucking idea what this okay. show is about. None. So here's my guess. And some people were kind of pointing this out on Twitter a little bit. So I didn't put this together right away. But I said uh, a lot of people were talking about House of M, which mm-hmm. is a great comic. I'm not going to spoil it. But part of it is, let's just put it this way. Scarlet Witch, as we know, is super, super powerful. Mm-hmm. And she can almost to the point, like kind of alter realities. And I believe, again, without giving too much away in House of M, 
it was something to do with her kids. I forget did her kids die or something. And then so she freaked out and was like trying to like recreate stuff and like that altered everything. And so my guess is this is how she's dealing with the loss of vision by trying to bring him back. But like, and the, yeah, and like this is like, so some of it's going to be in her head. Some huh. of it, because she's so powerful, is going to be actual, like maybe changing what really happened. Like, I don't know if he really comes back or if he's going to be solely in her mind, but I think it's going to be good. I'm, I'm sounds, in on this. That sounds like a really interesting premise because they do say yeah. in the trailer that he's dead. Yeah. I mean, we, we all saw him die in the movie. And, but one of the, someone says like, and um, who is Catherine Hahn playing? That's what I want to know. Good question. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that was like supposed to be her, like if when she got old, she ages, or like I don't know. I don't know, but I like the, the, the Halloween, the Halloween costumes. Yeah, that, that was yeah, cool. Like that was cool. Like, that, yeah. And those are like those are cool ones. Uh, more Disney Plus news, Ryan. They have casted the lead in She Hulk, which will be another uh, series coming. Like who knows when? But Tatiana Maslany, Tatiana Maslany. Yeah, I don't really know her. But she was in Orphan Black. She was okay. in um she w- had a bit part in Parks and Recreation. She was the oh, doctor. Yeah. So she was uh Tom Haverford's doctor girlfriend. Okay. Who does like Doctors Without Borders. She's in like two or three episodes of Parks and Rec. Right. She's excellent. Orphan Black was one of those shows that I watched like a season and a half and just kind of puttered out. But the show was really, really good. And she okay. plays like a, a handful of roles. So it's her. So yeah. And not getting in any way, but Orphan Black has to do like clones. Like there's a bunch of clones mm. of her. And she plays, she like goes full Eddie Murphy in the clumps. Mm. She plays like eight roles. Okay. So it's, so it's pretty sweet. Yeah. So I think it's good. And also there's going to be so much CGI anyway for the character. Like it doesn't mm. really matter. Because I know some people are like, oh, like get Gina Carano, you know, or get somebody like that. But I don't right. think it's going to really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, like Mark Gina, Ruffalo, Gina's having a co- tough couple of weeks too. What happened to Gina? Well, she um I didn't see this. You didn't Whatever. see that. You, you're not aware of this. So she she was asking <sighs> on Twitter. This is all Twitter. Like if you're going to say something questionable, don't on Twitter, right? So yeah. she was asking about why everybody had pronouns like he him in their profile and whatever. Okay. And then someone explained it to her and she like poo-pooed it and then put like I think she still has it. I'm going to look but it's like she put like beep boop like, beep, like, boop. Beep, boop, but like she was like, yeah, like she, she was, uh, uh, no, she took it down. She took it okay. down, but it said like Gina Carano. And then it was like beep, boop, bop. Like she was just like making fun of the whole thing. Um, oh, odd. And it was funny because people, uh, Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian yeah. has like he, him in his profile. And oh, I was like, why don't you, she's like, why so, don't you check with your boy? Like why he has pronouns and his, you know what I mean? And she's like, Neh. and she like poo pooed the whole thing. Oh, that's gonna be weird on set. Yeah, they're, gonna, kill, they're like, gonna kill her off. Just keep your mouth shut. You know yeah, what I mean? Or something like that. What is, you're not helping anybody. No. All right. Well, uh, Ryan, there's gonna be a South Park pandemic special coming out on September 30th. Don't you feel like the, this is this has been coming for a while? Oh, shit, yeah. It again. It's been coming. <laughs> And you can't for a stop while, it for a while. It's been coming yeah, for a while, and it. it's yeah. a problem. It's like silly string. Yeah. <laughs> the pleasure left a long time ago. <laughs> no, that Mostly this has pain. been that this has been in the works for this some has been time. In the works, as some would say, yes. for quite mm-hmm. some time. And there's nobody, honestly, I would rather hear from in the last six months than Trey Parker and Matt Stone. 
I think we need to hear from them right now. Yeah. I, I as a pro, I, think, I need I need yeah their take on this. I need it. I need it, and we're gonna get it. So mm-hmm. uh, next week, what is that? Next Wednesday. Yeah, that'll be next uh, Wednesday. You get the South Park 30th. pandemic special. Hey, good news, Ryan. I would say the best movie that I've seen in 2020. Low bar, admittedly, low bar, but I have seen a shitload of movies because I like all these Netflix releases. I'll get into it when we talk about the topic du jour. I think I've seen, believe it or not, 21 movies or 22 movies that have been released in 2020. And still the best one that I've seen is The Invisible Man. And that is now streaming on HBO Max. So if you didn't watch it for, I think it was like 20 bucks back in like February or March. It's now on HBO Max. We also did a standalone episode on it. So if you skip that episode, you can go back and uh, check out what we thought about that movie. But now available. If you if you were to ask me what my favorite movie of 2020 is, yeah, let me this ask is, you what's your this favorite is one movie of them. 2020. Here's the I don't know. You I don't, don't know. remember. I don't remember. It's it's a odd time that doesn't exist to me anymore. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Understandable. I don't know what I saw this year. I really don't. I'm losing my mind. So that's why Ryan, and this can maybe help you a little bit. There's like an app called I think it's Letterbox or Letterboxed. I keep track of shit there. So every time I watch a movie from 2020, and I started doing this in 2019, I would just put it on there because if I went there and scrolled through it now, I'd be like, oh yeah, that one, that one. I'm with you. Like off the top of my head, I wouldn't be able to remember many. Uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot's the best movie. movie you've seen. It is not it in is not. 2020. Absolutely not. <laughs> Actually, I know what yours is. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, yeah, Ding Dong. Oh no, that movie stunk. But uh, I really liked uh, Palm Springs. That's like so. The there's three movies that I need to see before I do like my year end thing, and it's sure. Palm Springs, Tenant, and New Mutants. Palm Springs is on Hulu, which I don't have. You can't pay right. for everything. Uh, and then Tenet and New Mutants are in the theater, and I have not gotten myself to the theater yet. So those are the three that I need to see at some point. I heard all good things about Palm Springs, so I'll check that out at some point. There's a movie. Hang on. I'm just seeing this now. I'm right. looking at like top 20 movies in 2020. Okay. There's a movie called Extraordinary, a horror rom-com hybrid that somehow manages to blend its ingredients without losing its flavor extraordinary more than lives up to its title it stars Maeve Higgins Barry Ward and Will Forte oh where is that streaming I don't know but it's uh, 98% right now on Rotten Tomatoes what in the Sam Hill what's called extraordinary 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 I got nothing here so this says Ryan and this could be wrong it's a 2019 horror comedy well then then uh wait a minute now this is saying 2020 this is all very confusing oh it's on hulu also goddamn hulu Hulu, hulu's making a push hulu really is what do i gotta pay for hulu now (laughs) yeah it's one of those weird ones i guess it was released in some places in 19 but then i think it was released in the united states in 2020 so i will count that and i will have to go see it somehow yeah we have to go i'm gonna write that down right now i'm gonna write it down in my notebook Somebody give me your Hulu password, and then and then we're cooking with gas. And there we go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to the next portion of the program, shall we, Ryan? Let's do it. This is This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. All right. Jason Rossi is back this week. He, of course, from the pop culture pile driver, he and Billy D. 
Uh, they uh, talk about wrestling. They talk about uh, music. They talk about movies. They talk about really, it's just right there in the title all, all itself pop culture. And last week, believe it or not, we had a non Rossi horrible take in this segment. It was Nick Fryer of the Change My Mind pod, and he had the worst take of 2020. And there's been a lot of bad 2020 takes. He said that Michael Scott sucks. He hates Michael Scott. And he says he's an asshole and he doesn't like him. And yet he somehow still likes The Office. Made no sense. It was the worst take. So I have two for Jason Rossi this week. Oh, he can't just wait. Did, he just did an episode where they did best fast food items. Sure. It wasn't a draft. It was a ranking. And they had uh, Dr. Joe and Mac on. And they did. they each made their lists and then they combined them. So the top 11 fast food items. Let me ask a question, and then this is a serious question. Yeah. Why do people still ask Mac about food? Oof. Well, let me ask you this. Wouldn't he be the best for fast food, considering he doesn't like to cut steaks that have bones or any meat with bones? I will tell you this. So we went out to the uh, we went out to a restaurant, um, a very high, high class establishment. It was uh, the 99. Sure. Um, I watched Mac eat a chicken wing. Hate a wing with bones. With bones. Mm-hmm. Not attendee. What happened? They screw up the. Well, order? they had both. But Mac did okay. have a wing. He did have a wing. Did he spit it out, or was he okay? No, he's fine. He almost choked. He choked, choked, on, but, he yeah. choked on it. <laughs> yeah. I had to give him CPR, and uh, you know, it was, a, it was a learning experience for him. Oh, I didn't mean to step on your funk. Please continue. Well, I was also going to ask you about it because they were talking about their their best fast food items, and so I I disagreed with the list altogether. Like some of my favorite stuff didn't even make their top eleven. Mm-hmm. But so I have two different things for Rossi. One. Sure. It's his podcast, and he decided to do an episode on best fast food items, and yet he has never been to a Chick-fil-A. That's like us doing best video games of all time and us both being like, well, I've never played the N64 or any games for it, but I can still talk about the other stuff. It's like, dude, no Chick-fil-A? You've never been to Chick-fil-A? You should probably run out before you do the episode. So that was outrageous, and I want to circle back to the fast food. But then the other thing was, I think he felt... I don't know, jealous of the attention that Fryer was getting last week because he said, Fryer had the worst take. We already told you, the mm-hmm. worst take about Michael Scott. He then said, you know what? I started watching season three and I'm starting to understand what Fryer's talking about. It's like what? he almost wanted he's to take the bad he's, take. I was no, like, what? what? Yeah. And this he, is a, he, absolute troll job. Absolute. Like, troll he, job. There's no way. Troll job. There's no way that he believes that. There's no shot. You can't. Troll job. Troll, troll job. So, what is your favorite fast food item or items? They also this was this was fucked, and this wasn't all Rossi's fault. So I can't put it in this segment because it was four of them voting, and apparently they kind of there was no Taco Bell items on the top eleven. Now they claim that they each had like a different one, so it kind of spread out the points, which I guess. But still, come on, gang. And no, they didn't even mention the cheesy gordita crunch, which is the best fucking item that that could you're in an argument for the number one item in fast food with the cheesy gordita crunch. It's in the conversation. It, it's in the, in the it, mix. It may not be number one. Um, I like I, don't, I like the spicy I don't chicken love it. from Chick-fil-A. I do like that. Um, yeah. I would say the Wendy's Baconator. Yep. That's good. Not they, I think they mentioned on. that. I think that was on there. Mm-hmm. I like that very much. I do like that. It, my now, mind immediately went there. Now they included uh, Shake Shack. Is that Tex- fast food? 
technically it's not very fast I, i'll tell you that um because there's no drive-throughs for Shake Shack. No, like Chick-fil-A, you can argue is not the speediest thing, but there's a drive-through, and it sure. is still fast food. Mm-hmm. They also like so in, in that case, wouldn't like Chipotle or any of those places be fast food technically too? Sure. Chipotle mm-hmm. would be fast food for sure. I mean, yeah. I love I love a good burrito. Oh, me too. Forget about it. No, like is, uh, is, I, is I, Anna's I, is Anna's I, fast food? Anna, yeah, I, I mean, I would go there. In a in a hot Texas minute, if it, and yeah. one of the re, one of the arguments that my wife and I made before moving to Connecticut is like, well, where are we going to get our burritos? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> gotta have a burrito. Um, yeah. Yep. So, so, so anyway, it was a good episode. So go check out. So you can see. I'm not going to give away all, all their uh, their top eleven. I but haven't you just, eaten. Chick- you know, I'm going to do. I'm going to be an expert. Talking. I'm going to be an expert on this, but I've never actually had Chick Fil A. Yeah. They, yeah. They're all over the place now. No, I've never played Mario Kart, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I can tell you. I'll tell you this much about that much. Sonic, they can take a hike. They stink. Yeah, you know what? I was excited. The first time I ever went to one was years ago out in like Colorado. It was for a wedding, and we saw one. Me and my wife were so excited. She right away was like, I think this is kind of just hype. And I was like, no, it's pretty good. I kind of like it. By the end, no. And then we went to one. Actually, the one near me ended up closing, but it was like not not great. There was one. Yeah, it was one on Route 1. It was in like. Oh yeah, there's one yeah, there too. Yeah. Um, have you been to a steak and shake? Those are pretty no, good. I don't think so. I don't pretty, think so. Pretty good. See, I like five guys. Like if you're gonna put shake, I like shack five, on guys. There, five, put guys, five guys. Five guys. Five guys fries. Oh, are very, real good. They got the malt vinegar there for you, ready to rock. Yeah. You know, that's what I love that. I don't but, know. But I dig I, I don't anyway. That's you know. all right. We actually we have a ton of stuff to get oh, to. We have we a ever. Ton, we have a t- we have a pile of stuff here. Mm-hmm. Let's go. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. First of all, Ryan, did you hear the sound? I on was that? just about to say I didn't hear that. <laughs> I did. I did hear it. I did hear it. All right, what do you got? Um, so we get a lot of shit we gotta talk about. First and foremost, this this portion of the show, the video game minute, always brought to you by our wonderful friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to wildbillsoda.com. Get you some. I mean, what are you doing? Come on. Look at the barbecue sauces back there. They got the gold one. They got that nice one right there. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Get you some. 10% off. It'll basically take care of your shipping. What else are you doing? What else are you doing? You're sitting around. You're getting stuff sent to your house anyway. Jesus you might Christ, as well get right? some soda pops. You might as well oh. get some barbecue sauces. You might as well get some some teas, some lemonade. God damn it. They're so good. I think they're sent, they're actually sending me a custom mug oh, and an entire box of just ginger ale. See in the mail. They, they know See, they, take they care know of their you. people. They know you take care of their people. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, one of my favorite games of 2020, Richard, uh, Hades, is now it was pre so I, I was early access, it was in beta and all that stuff. Now it is version 1.0 has launched this week and it has taken off. So now it's on it's on Switch, mm. it's on all platforms. Um, I play it on PC. The game is excellent. It's a roguelike, it's a dungeon crawler kind of thing. It's awesome. Takes Greek mythology. You're in the underworld. What's not to love about that, right? I like that very cool much. Weapon. Yep. Things the shit. Cool. Make sure you get Hades if you can. Okay. Um, lot of so PlayStation had their event right after we did our podcast last week. PlayStation did their event, um, and it was great. We yeah. got we got a lot of information out of them. So we now know that the digital and the disc 
versions of this are going to be $399 and $499, respectively, uh -huh. which goes it, which we said right in line. I think people were just predicted it all along that they're going to be the same price as the Xbox. The digital one might be less expensive. They didn't do what I said, which is like keep them the same but have more storage in the digital one. But yeah. then, so this, so the the PlayStation event was great. We saw some really good games. We saw some. Um, it comes out even quicker than I thought. This this yeah. boy, November is it November twelfth? November twelfth, yeah. and then the nineteenth. I think the week after worldwide. So it's okay. a, a major country. So um, I think it's Japan. America, Canada, UK, it all comes out the 12th and then the next week yeah. worldwide, the 19th. Right. But saw a new open world Harry Potter game. Yeah. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Legacy yeah. Looks pretty um, cool. Yeah. I'm not going to play it. Um, <laughs> new Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, Miles obviously Morales. You saw the, so a lot more gameplay for Miles Morales, which looks yeah. really cool. Yeah. The one thing that I, I was I was skeptical about, there seems to be a lot going on on the screen. It was kind of hard to see sometimes. Mm. Um, but uh, then the shit kind of hit the fan because then they started doing pre-orders and immediately you couldn't find one. Yeah, and how did, every how did it go time, for you? I did not. It did not go because every time it'd be like, Go to Walmart and Walmart like site. The, every time they would be like, crash, go here, crash, crash. crash. Every time they go to Amazon, you could see it, but if you it wouldn't go in your cart. Yeah, Sony's site like crashed. Um, so it was, um, yeah. So Eric in the chat wants to know: Should you buy the PS5 right when it comes out, or do you wait for the, all the bugs to be worked out? I think you're gonna have to if you haven't pre-ordered it by this point. You're gonna have to wait a couple weeks anyway. Anyway, and by that point, I think I they'll have it. worked out. I don't hate it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like the bugs for games now or things now are so different. Like if you're talking about bugs for like the PS2 or like the first Xbox, it's different than these games now, which are all they're basically computers, so they can just sure. like send out updates and fix stuff. It's not like you have to right. bring it back to Best Buy like you did back in the day. Or I remember when the Xbox 360, like the Red Ring of Death, like you were you were plucked. Like, you what were, do I do with this? What do I do with this? And like, like, oh, I don't know, you can use nothing. paperweight. Like, I don't want to use it as a paperweight. But now, like you said, all of the all of the they can fix it. And it's not a, it's a, not a, usually hardware, like you said, yeah. it's software, so they can fix bugs. Speaking yeah. of that, there's another patch coming from Marvel's Avengers, which deals with another thousand things. I am so glad I didn't get that game. I am gonna I played through the story. The story was excellent. Um, but I'm gonna wait to do all the multiplayer stuff on the next gen because I like I said, I played it on a mm. PC that was a little bit overkill, and it was a completely different game. So I, I think on the next gen when they update it, I think it'll be something that's I just can't wait for playing. I'm I'm all about Gotham Knights when that comes out and then Suicide Squad when that comes out. And until then, I'll play my Tony Hawk, I'll play my Fall Guys, I'll play my Overwatch. Like yeah. I'm I'm in a good place. And then Sony, after this whole debacle, actually sent out tweeted out an apology to everybody, basically being like, That didn't go the way we wanted it to. We're gonna make sure, which is a great thing. For a video game, a video game company or, or a company to do, they'd be like, you know what, Mate, we screwed up, we'll fix it. That's right? on us, guys. <laughs> Not to be outdone. So then Microsoft comes out and they say, all right, we're going to do pre-orders of our two versions of the Xbox, the four ninety nine one and the Xbox S or Series S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Series X and a Series S. The Series S, I don't know who that's for. 
It's smaller, right? Isn't that what it's the S smaller, but it doesn't run 4K. What are we doing? What are we doing? And like, it obviously, there's no, there's no reason to buy that unless you're, unless you're thrifty, unless you're careful. And I am. Right, you want to play money. Yeah. Um, and so those pre-orders went live today or yesterday. Yeah. And all their shit bricked. So like, they couldn't. Microsoft site went down. Amazon went down. Like, everything like, can't handle, and nowhere can handle these pre-sales. Mm. But Microsoft, not to be outdone, Hello. comes through with news today that they've just purchased Bethesda Games and all their subsidiaries for $7.4 billion. Jesus Christ. That's more, by the way, that's more than Disney paid for Lucasfilm. Wow. Wow. And I think, I think, because what was Luke? It was like $4 billion or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. But I mean, the titles that now Xbox and Microsoft owns are all the Elder Scrolls, Wolfenstein. Um, I'm trying to uh, Doom. Like all all of these games are now technically property of Microsoft. Now, what this means is that mm-hmm. is that Bethesda, Microsoft made said a statement that they're not they're basically letting Bethesda do what they do. They're just kind of hands off. They just own the thing. Um, Fallout. That's another one. Um, but I think what this is gonna what this is gonna turn into is the same thing that people were bitching about with Marvel's Avengers and PlayStation. I don't. I still think they're going to be cross platform games, but there's going to be exclusive content just for Xbox and wow. just for PC. Yeah, they so needed I, that. They needed something. And the one thing they said that well, there's not going to be exclusivity at, uh, at at right now, basically. But I think the expectation was that eventually. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I yeah. think they're going to move to some games that are. So this is kind of a big deal for Microsoft because one, as we've talked about on this podcast before, the big knock on Xbox right now is there's no exclusive. There's no reason for me to buy an Xbox because every game worth playing on an Xbox is also you can play it on a PC or you right. can play it on a PlayStation. There's no right. like hardcore exclusive that I'm dying to play on Xbox. Yeah, and cut the shit. Halo, Halo didn't look that good, so stop with the Halo. Yeah, right? everyone's like, Ooh, who does Halo? But who gives a shit? Mm, not me. Twenty years, twenty years ago, it would have mattered. It doesn't yes. matter now. Right. You know. So, so there's that. Um, Nine twenty six. So coming up is now the Last of Us Day. Oh, really? So there, yeah. So they're um, they they're promising. They quote, exciting things are coming on the twenty sixth. It used to be called Outbreak Day, but they don't want to call it that anymore. Oh, now boy. it's the last of us day. Right? Okay. Well, um, and the um, last thing I want to talk about on the Davies video game minute, um, I have a personal best to tell a high score, if you will. High score. Let's go. Get in here. Billy I Mitchell. have not. Yeah. I have not turned on my PlayStation in over two weeks. Well, I, I think like... since I got, I think since I bought the PlayStation, it has never been that dormant. I don't like that at all. What do you, what do you, what do you, you have? COVID? Zero. No, I have I have responsibilities, man. I have zero time. But I did play a game. I did play a game called Bullets Per Minute, which is a PC game. Yeah, which I did tweet the trailer for, and a lot of people were asking me questions about it. It's a shooter, which is also a dungeon crawler, and you have to shoot, dodge, reload, and jump to the beat of the of the song playing. Like so, like driver. I was, I was playing, and it was like flow state. Like my whole zone. mind was just, yeah. oh, I was. Oh, I like that. I felt That's amazing. Nice. Like I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, and the and the mm. soundtrack is akin to Doom, so it's kind of like this heavy 
industrial like metal soundtrack. Ooh, I like that. Which is the shit. It does it the a- game. It, everything's red. It doesn't look great, but it doesn't matter. Like the ground, wow. it doesn't matter. The play, the replayability of the game is so fun. How would and you then, compare like, the soundtrack to that of the Scream Three soundtrack? <laughs> um, you'll have to remind me what it was on the Scream Three soundtrack. Well, I'm glad you asked. Slipknot, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, System of a Down, Coal Chamber, like Static X, in uh, that vein, and then somehow Creed, somehow Creed squeaked there. They they weaselled their way in there. I don't know how they got on there. Because it's an awesome, and what's crazy is, if I remember correctly, they bookend the album. It's a Creed song at the start, and then a Creed song. All right, here we go. I have the whole list. This okay. is, this is, these are all my favorite bands outside of Creed. This is seriously the soundtrack for Scream 3. Slipknot, Finger 11, System of a Down, American Pearl, Seven Dust, Godsmack, Coal Chamber, Static X, Incubus, Dope, Fuel, Power Man 5000, Full Devil Jacket, Orgy, Stained, and then Ear 2000, which I don't even remember that song. But those other bands, that's literally my CD collection. You were a big Orgy guy. I was a big what? Orgy. Loved Orgy. Orgy. For a time, they were my favorite band. But for some reason... Creed had the first and the last song on the album. I'm like, what? They probably like brokered that deal too. You know, Scott Stapp. Yeah. Like, the and the first and the last ones. In the year 2000, the Billboard 200 chart, it was number 32. I'm looking at I'm looking at the the back of the album right now, and you missed one thing. So it's bookended by Creed. Yeah. Executive soundtrack producers. Oh, Creed. Creed. <laughs> <laughs> like listen i'm not a big creed fan but they picked some good bands to be on there they certainly did and, and they were it, yeah it's wait and bleed which is my favorite slipknot song it's spiders which is the song that you hated just, so much i hate I that song i love system of a down and i hated that song it uh the incubus song is crowded elevator it's which is one, one of my least favorite incubus songs so, okay uh get on get off by uh p-man 5k oh my god what a what an absolute what it just melt just your face banger after banger the melt worst scream movie worst scream movie best scream soundtrack correct mm-hmm. yep and i'm surprised they didn't have the uh that the song that's in every one of the movies like, with your red right hand yeah. they didn't have that on there i don't that? know why it's about right it was, right was also in uh i'm in dumber right maybe yeah, it's in all the screams you ready for the topic du jour We've talked a long time for about. I I thought we already did that. Or is the show over? Yeah, are we done? Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day. And today is the Netflix film The Devil All the Time. It was released this past week on Netflix on Rotten Tomatoes right now, 65% by the critics, but 83% by the audience. Let's begin as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews, spoiler free. Let me ask you, Ryan, did you like it? Not really. Hmm. I my response to that would be yes with a question mark. Yes, yes. Did did I, I like to aspects of it? Okay, and we'll we'll unpack all of that in mm-hmm. uh, the spoilers, especially if, if you guys haven't had a chance to see it just yet. Uh, oh, by the way, it's over two hours. I usually mention that it's a, it's a longer film. Uh, what did you know about the movie going in? 
Nothing. I knew that Robert Pattinson was in it, and I knew that Tom Holland was in it. Other, other and it was a dark movie. That's. I it. also. I also was like, I saw the trailer for it, mm-hmm. and I remember explaining. I think I, I asked my wife if she had seen the trailer. She's like, no. And then she's like, well, she's like, what's it about? And I'm like, um. I did such a poor job explaining what it was it about after watching the trailer. I was like, I don't know. It looks kind of fucked. It's like, it takes place in like the fifties and it seems like a lot of people have a lot going on. And like, that's kind <laughs> of what it is in an area of the country that I have zero interest in visiting. No. Oh, knock them stiff. Uh, knock them stiff. Ohio. Knock it's like on the West the border, Virginia, Ohio. Yeah. West Virginia and Ohio. It's on that border. And they mm-hmm. go to like for a few different towns. So I also didn't know a lot. I was interested in, and I think for us, because we've done so many Spider-Man movies, so many, uh, well, we're Batman movies. He's he's about to be the Batman, and then even Winter Soldier. Sebastian Stan mm-hmm. is in this as well. Uh, the story. Now, this is based off of a book, mm-hmm. and what's interesting is the guy who is the narrator of the film wrote the book. He's the book's writer. Yes, and you hear his voice throughout it. Obviously, as the narrator, constantly. But- We'll get into that later. Yes. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. Uh, the story, though, uh, I thought at times was compelling. I thought at times was very predictable. Hmm. Um, because there's four kind of groups of people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you knew at some point they were all going to intersect. Just had to. Yeah. And it was set up that way because you had um, like Bill. I never say this name right. Scarsgard. Scarsgard. Yeah. You. Kn- he crosses paths with another two of the characters. Mm-hmm. And so time, there's t- some time hopping mm-hmm. as well. Um, but you know that this is all going to Tarantino and converge at some point. Yeah. Oh, 100%. there's the predictability there. Like, you know that they're going to do yes. that at some point. So there was predict- like a lot of it I thought was uh, pretty predictable. A couple mm-hmm. of uh, somewhat surprising things. So it's not like, you know, just paint by numbers, but. I thought the acting, particularly Tom Holland, was really good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in a lot of things where he's not Spider-Man. I'm trying to think what else I've even seen of him. And this was nice to kind of get away from that mm-hmm. aw shucks kind of like kid who screws up a lot. A person who... Yeah, yeah that's different for sure. Is pretty linear. You know, mm-hmm. where he's he had like... Um, I'm trying to think of how to say this where it's he has a like he's driven by some sort of like purpose, you know, mm-hmm. um, did you think did, did you think there was like enough characters that you cared about? Because I was reading some of the reviews, some of the negative reviews from like movie critics, and they were saying like it's just sort of like people doing stuff and you don't really get that attached to them, which I don't know if that's. I wouldn't say that about all of the characters. I think there were definitely some. Some of the secondary kind of, characters yeah. where I could take or leave. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, and they go in. They go into oddly at points. They go into depth into certain characters that ultimately don't matter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They could probably trim it out a little bit. And I guess that's right. where it's like, all right, I don't know how many pages this book was probably very long and it's like all right you need to pick and choose what goes in there and i'm sure there was stuff that they could have could have left out it's it's grim the movie's grim like i don't know like it's funny we don't do a lot of uh movies like this on this podcast we usually do uh comic book movies horror movies action comedy movies, movies comedy movies 
Yeah. This is not that. This is just like a straight. What would you just straight drama? Uh, yeah, like a yeah. straight drama slash psychological kind of. I, I it's hard to explain. Oh, you, so it, it, Wikipedia calls it a psychological thriller. I I was never thrilled. If that I would sense. not call this a thriller. Like to me, like Silence of the Lambs and Seven are like the horror thriller. Like there both. were some tense moments. Oh yeah, but for not sure. enough to call it a thriller. I would not. Call, I'm surprised it's even. It, that's what they're going with. But I would also say this. So after seeing this movie, I tweeted out that I'm like, I don't want to like do anything. I'm glad I don't have to talk about this tonight because I don't want to do anything. It was the same feeling. I remember watching. I think I've said this on the podcast before. Watching Requiem for a Dream. Oh my god! And as the credits were rolling just staring at the screen being like what the fuck was that mm. i don't know how to feel and it was that same feeling where i'm one same. yeah i'm like what who was this movie for right. and two i would play that in high school for kids for scared straight oh yeah that's what i but would the do the same thing i'm just you're just kind of like wow uh, so i wasn't as like i was bummed out after requiem for a dream i was like i recognize this is a really good movie it was just like it's so messed up and like on like unsettling. Like you kind of feel like, like you kind oh, of yeah. you feel a little sick. Obviously, with some of the parts, I didn't feel sick watching this movie. It's definitely grim. It's definitely like man, there's some fucked up stuff going on. Everyone but I didn't have sucks. like the visceral reaction. Yeah, like everyone here. So well, there was like that gross out stuff with uh, there was a couple. What's the name Jared Leto's like arm. You That's know? what I'm saying. But it was more poor Jennifer Conley at the end. Uh, but that, see, that's to me. I was more. And what about what about Leto's morally mom? grossed out here? Leto's mom, the whole movie. Oh, with the amphetamines, yeah. I'm but gonna just be like on screaming television. with the TV, like yeah. just screaming and going nuts and watching Shooter McGavin. Yeah. <laughs> Carol's so got juice. I I think, and I don't know. The, talking this out, maybe I'm going to end up liking the movie less. Mm. My initial takeaway was it was the second best movie I've seen this year. But once again. It's the year. And I think I'm kind of fucked up with judging movies now because it's not the standard year where like there's a couple good movies every month. Like there's a couple good movies total. So I'm like looking at this list of movies that I've seen and I'm like, yeah, I guess it's better than like Extraction and The Old Guard and The Five Bloods. It's better than that. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean it's necessarily great. No. And I, I think to me, my what I liked about it, it was very well acted. I believe yep. that there were some really good performances here. Yes. It was very well shot. So mm. the way the way it was shot physically with the cameras and the light yeah, yeah. and the, the color of it. And the tone was even throughout. There was no there was the same feeling throughout the movie. Yep. Yeah. Um of just like I just everyone sucks. Like everyone in the world sucks mm-hmm. in, in their own way. Um, yeah oh yeah they, the word grim as you said is a good way of putting it but just that's the outlook the, of the world yeah there are people who live in this world who never have a good day yeah so you know like. what i mean and there's a scene with a young tom hall arvin and his father which he then explains the narrator explains that was the best day he can remember having with his father and it was horrible it was a fucked the day was fucked 
But you could also everything that we saw Tom Holland like start to finish like Tom Holland on screen. Mm-hmm. They weren't lying. That was his best day. Yeah, and there are people, and I'm glad I'm not them, whose existence sucks. I know, that's true. And and, and we uh, saw a bunch of characters in this. Sebastian Stan's character says to Tom Holland when he's a kid, Arvin is he's a kid. He's like, some people are just born to be put in the ground. Yeah. And that is just a fucking yeah, fuck. that's a hard thing to hear. Yep. It's a, as and they what was he nine? He was a, he was super young. And he's talking about his dad. Sorry, it's but yeah. whatever. All right, we'll get we'll we'll get into that yeah. though. Um what is your dork score? I'm curious. Three. Soft yeah, three. I, I went four and a half just because and I feel like again I, I could easily be talked I'm closer to a four than I am a five. I'm more like a four point three, but we don't mm-hmm. do that. That's already a little we don't do that. four and yeah, a half might already be extreme enough. But I don't know. Like I I watched it as long as it was, I really didn't get bored. I, I kind of wanted to see how it was gonna play out. And I just I I thought about it for a while after the show after the I watched it to the point where I was like we didn't know what we we're gonna do this week. And I'm like, hey, do you want you wanna do this? And you're like, Yeah, you know, I wanna see it. So I was like, I think there's enough there and i'm glad with the actors who are in it right and i'm glad you brought it up because as much as i didn't enjoy it um (laughs) well yeah it's not but again i don't mean i know what you mean it this is a hard movie to like and but it's stuck it's stuck with me until now i don't i was thinking about it all day i yes i thought about it and i don't think you'll meet somebody who with a straight face will tell you that this is their favorite movie. I will never watch this movie again. I won't watch it again, but I'm glad I did watch it. Mm-hmm. I have no, like I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I, you know, again, especially in 2020 where there's no movies coming out. This was great. It popped up on Netflix. And I'm like, all right, you know, uh, I don't know. I forget when I watched it Friday night or whenever. No, that was Celtics. But whenever, whenever the hell I watched it, I was like, good, I'll take it. I'll, I'll watch this. And, uh, so I'm going four and a half, but again, that could be high. Maybe I'll be talked down. Want anything else non-spoiler? Again, do you do you recommend it or no? I don't know. As a matter of fact, I would uh I don't know. That's a hard question. Yeah. But I think about it in terms of this. If this if I, I'm flipping through channels in this movie, I'm it's the first 10 minutes of this movie. Some movies, think of Scream. Thinking, scream. Right. Uh, for me, in. for me, Shawshank Redemption. If it's the first ten minutes of that, I'm locked in. Um, I'm gonna watch that movie. Even mm-hmm. as that movie's kind of grim at times too. Oh yeah. Um, Goodfellas, by the way, was just, it was just uh, it's 30th anniversary this week. Ooh, happy birthday! Happy birthday to Goodfellas. Um, this movie, pff, I'm going right by it. I I cannot. I would. I would. Well, so if I, someone, if someone's like, hey, have you seen this movie? Yes, I have. Should I watch it? You gotta you gotta buckle in. You gotta strap so, in if you're gonna watch this. Even though I didn't have the same kind of reaction as to Requiem for a Dream, it's kind of similar. Like Requiem for a Dream, I'm glad I watched. Mm-hmm. I am I would probably give it a four and a half, if not a five out of six. It I think it's a good movie, but I don't need to watch that again. I've probably no. watched that. I well, I, I think I might have told the story before too. I was told how good the movie was mm-hmm. didn't even really know what it was about saw the cast and people just said oh so good so good so good and like that was back when we were in high school so i bought the dvd watched it was like sick about it but it was like it's sure. a good movie but that was gross and then i remember uh in college 
and my roommate at the time had not seen it and he like looked at my dvd collection he's like oh can we can we watch this i'm like no dude i'm not watching this and then after the aaron boone home run in 2003 when the red sox lost in 03 alcs yes i looked at him and i was like go ahead let's do it so we followed up the (laughs) Aaron face yeah (laughs) we we followed up the aaron boone game with requiem for a dream that night Great night, great night, great, great night all around. Yeah, that uh, seems like a real fun night you had. <sighs> but at that point, I was like, "How can I get much worse?" And he True. wanted to see it. I'm like, "All right, dude, here we go." All right, dude, you want to do this to yourself? Here we go. All right, want to get into spoilers? Yes, let's do it. All right, let's get into spoilers. Let's start. We can go through some of the characters too. But were there any parts that you happen to really like? Were there were, I, what were the best parts of the movie? You think the best parts of the movie? <laughs> it's a loaded question. I would say right off the jump. Tom Holland's character. Now, he, the younger version of him is in like maybe the first 50 to 60 minutes of the movie. Yeah, you don't see him for about half the movie. Yeah, like, so it's nine year old Arvin is in most of the movie and some intense scenes with him. And then Tom Holland comes onto the scene and he's great. Like, I think he is really good. And that's why I disagree with some of the other critics that said, like, oh, you don't care for any character. I did actually care for him. I did. Like, you saw what he went through as a kid. You also saw, like, the family that he ended up joining. What was it? His, was it his, his aunt? Grandmother or, and his his grandmother's aunt. And then, like, his, like, I wouldn't uncle. even call it. Yeah. And then, like, his, like, quote, sister. Like, yeah. to him, it was his sister. Mm-hmm. Like, he cared so much about them. And, like, they were so important to him. And he overall seemed like a good kid. He, but, like, he was also tough and had been through a lot of shit. Like, I actually cared what happened to him. And just kind of a loser, though. Like, you just kind of, you know, he, you knew... And it was centered around the time. So older Tom Hall, older Arvin, Tom mm-hmm. Holland. Mm-hmm. It's what nineteen sixty five, and he starts talking at the end about his options, like what he could do, right? Which is crazy. Was, I think he's supposed to be like seventeen, maybe. Which Tom Holland is going to be a teenager for the next ten he, years. He can pull it off, but I, I, I'm, I think that's how old he's. He just gra- he had just graduated high school because oh, okay. he says, "What are you going to do after school?" He's like, "I'm going to start working on this road crew." He does. Yeah. And so he starts going through all these options where he's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to like work on the road crew, uh, join the army. And he's, you know, cause they're taught it's just the start of the Vietnam war and the escalation in Vietnam. And he's, you know, I'm a good fighter. You know, maybe that's the thing for me, but there's no real. Yeah. Prospects, you know, so the kid is just, and again, just stuck. But you also talked about the best day that he had. Yes. The day that the narrator talks about. So the best day with his father involved him having his mother dying of cancer at home. Right? And no, so he doesn't know that yet, but she he comes home and she's like on the floor and they find out she's dying of cancer. His father he's getting beaten up at school. So his father, in order to show him to wait hit to wait to find his time goes and beats the shit out of two guys right in front of him as his dog is going berserk. Like, beats these two guys almost to death. Like, the one yeah. guy probably died. Yeah. But beats these two guys to death, then gets back in the car. His son is at nine years old, watches the entire thing, and then they go and get candy. And he's like, that's the greatest day of his life. Or, like, the, like the greatest time he ever spent with his With dad. his father. the great His greatest day with his father. Because Bill Skarsgård, who... You know, they, they take you through his life and how, like, his mom wanted him to be with one woman, but he had his eyes on another woman who he met at, like, a, at a cafe or a whatever, a restaurant. 
And then so he ends up with the girl that he wanted to end up with. But then unfortunately, she gets cancer and she's going to die. The most fucked up thing to me in the entire movie. I know what you're going to say. This fucking killed me. It was the worst part. And you know that this would be the worst part for me is Bill Skarsgård, who was he, he was brought up religious, then mm-hmm. went away from it, then went back to it. as sort of a hope to sort of save his wife. Like he's freaking mm-hmm. out. And I understand why he's freaking out. But in order, like it comes across his mind, in order to save his wife's life, he needs to make a grand sacrifice. So he fucking kills his dog. Crucifies the dog. Kill, yeah, right. Kills him first, then crucifies him, and then makes his son pray for his mom. And his son, who's Tom Holland, but not yet Tom Holland at this point, yeah. is freaking out, is crying about the dog as anybody would be. And then he's yelling at him to pray for his mom. Spoiler alert, does not work for the mom. The mom work. also dies. So now he's down a dog, a mom, and then shortly thereafter, dad kills himself down down all three. And what if there was a moment where they implied what Bill, uh, Willard, Willard Russell did to the dog, and then they fucking showed it. I did not need to see it. I did not need to see that. I did not. Um, at, and, at first, I was like, "What even is that?" It was just like it was so like distorted, yeah, and that was gross. But then, what was crazy about that scene too is uh, somebody had brought over like a pie, yeah, like after his mom died. Very and disturbing, so, yeah, very disturbing. So then, Arvin starts eating the pie like with his hands, like an animal, yeah, and then he's covered in like berries. And then his dad died, and then he goes to go get help. And then Sebastian Stan, who is like the sheriff, he sees him. It's like, what is that blood? It's like, is that blood? Like, no. But so that's when he like first comes across uh, Sebastian Stan. The other part of this, again, you talk about all the different kind of characters that are that are in this. Another one is Sebastian Stan's sister, played by Riley Keough. Yes. Who do you know that she is Elvis's granddaughter? granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, right, because it's Lisa Marie's daughter. Lisa Marie's daughter, yeah. So this I kind of like. It's a little... I like the idea more than the execution of it, but his sister is named Sandy, and then her husband is Carl, and they talk about how they get together or whatever. But they're actually a serial killer team. Yes. So you know me, interested in serial killers. So she is called the bait, he's called the shooter, and they mm-hmm. go around and they pick up hitchhikers. Models, yeah. Right, they pick up models, which end up being hitchhikers, and then he takes photos of the guys like hooking up with his wife, and then they kill the guy, and then take more pictures of them dead. Correct, which like is really true. fucked up. Yeah, and that's not before anybody asks. It's not based off of any real life killers. I was going to ask you if you researched that. I did, not, and yeah. they are not. I, I didn't. I never heard of anything like that. Um. In like most movies, they kind of take like certain things from a bunch of different serial killers and then kind of like pile them together. So that it's not real people, but that's just sort of interesting. But but also like the way it was going and the way the town was, and then as soon as Tom Holland's hitchhiking, like you knew you knew that they were gonna cross paths. Like that was yes, that was one of the things I was talking about was predictable. Another thing we got to talk about, and we're already over an hour, so we'll, we'll wrap up pretty soon. Robert Pattinson's character of the Reverend. To me, and I'm not super religious by by any means, so I'm not like so offended by like, oh my god, just too. That alone was too predictable. Like, ooh, the creepy yeah. reverend. Like, no shit. Like, the, how many and, times has that been done? And that voice, 
Was that his real voice? I don't know what that is. Yeah, he better not talk like that in Batman. Oh, it's like this high pitch, like nasally, like you know. And I know he's trying to do yeah. like this typical Southern Baptist right. preacher thing, but Jesus Christ, I could not listen to that. But when he starts hooking up with Tom oh. Holland's sister, like it was kind of obvious. I was like, they're not going to go. Like, cause as soon as you saw him, and as soon as he started talking, like with the voice, you're like, "Oh, this guy stinks," and he's gonna be like a villain. And then, like, yeah. yep, he a hundred percent was. I just thought it was too like easy. And it's yeah, and the way that Lenora went out sucked. You just like that was bad. That was that kind of surprised me a little bit. But then at that point, you're like, "All right, shit's just gonna go south. Like, it's just it's just gonna be bad for everybody." Because right. she has a change of heart. Like, she's gonna kill herself. Then she's like, "You know what? I'm not." But then yeah. she slips off the fucking bucket. That's yeah. that's one of the most memorable scenes of the whole movie. And there's there's a thing that the narrator says is like nobody would know mm-hmm. that she was she and her maker got she got right with her maker just before that happened. Like it was an right. accident, right? And that she wasn't a suicide. So everybody would. know. And there's that scene where, you know, Arvin comes in and she's she's hanging there and he's trying to lift. He's trying to like lift her up. And mm-hmm. it's just it reminded me of the scene in Girl Interrupted with like Brittany. Mur- Have you seen that movie? Oh, of course. With Winona Ryder I finds had, Brittany Murphy that. in a room yeah. and the record yeah. skipping. Like it reminded me of that scene. And Ugh. I fucking hate that scene. All the chickens under the bed. Yeah. You keep all the chickens. Yeah. <sighs> but like it was such a fuck. And I know we're over an hour, but like. Yeah. Stuff like that is just so, and to me, it's not, I watch movies as a way to like not think about bad shit. And so whether it's a scary movie or like there's an escape. Yeah. To, so like, like bad that's shit, the case. You know? Like my wife had no interest in watching this. She's like, there's enough shit going on. Like I can't watch this. And I'm like, I understand. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so that's glad how she you said is. that. Yeah, and so that's why, and it's funny because we even flipped. Like she growing up liked horror movies a lot more than I did. I was scared mm-hmm. shitless of stuff growing up. Sure, and then we like flipped, and she's just like, I don't need to see people getting killed. And I get it. I get it. I can separate the two. Like I can watch the movie and then be like, that's just a movie, and then kind of go back to whatever and like be entertained by the movie yeah. and then be like, all right. But this one's a little bit different because this isn't just like a slasher movie. This is like kind of depressing shit, and then. It's also very religious. I could see how people who were religious would be pissed because it's a lot of con artists. Like, how about the guy, the other guy that was like Lenore's marrying Hellman? Yeah, and like dumps the spiders on himself, and he's like doing all that stuff, and like, like that. Yeah, the, like he those. Was uh, and again, I mean, it kind of takes again. That's kind of low hanging fruit. I oh, mean, yeah. taking Bad shots at like yeah. you know those was, types of it was Roy. Stuff. Yeah, like because you didn't know what he was doing, and so Roy is with um uh helen right yeah yeah yeah. because it's lenora so lenora's parents oh when he's he's like he's he wants to resurrect her so that's why and so that's why tom holland ends up in lenora end up being basically brother sisters because his grandmother has to take in lenora because they just drop her off and i think in the back of his mind he's really not thinking like he's dropping the kid off forever he's not really thinking he's abandoning the kid no so he goes out there and he takes helen with him and he kills her, but he's convinced that he can bring her back. And, and meanwhile, his creepy, he doesn't. his creepy brother is just sitting in the like watching this whole thing. Just sitting in the back. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair, so he's just in the back of the car. So they go out there. They're gonna pray. And this is actually he like locked himself in his house for like a week, right, or in the bathroom for like a week after he got bit by a spider and his head blew up. So he's locked yeah. in his closet for they said a fortnight, which I believe yeah. is 
two weeks? Two right? weeks. So two yeah. weeks. But that scene was – I'm glad uh, Matthew brought that up. That scene was fucked because he brings her out there in, like, the middle of the woods. And I thought he was just going to, like, sacrifice her. Like, the way the way that they kind of built it up. Because they I already teed that up. That already happened, right? So I, thought he was some... to, I thought he was just going to kill her. But no, he he thought to himself that he would be able to resurrect her and it'd be like this great story. And then he didn't. And then so he's all like he can't believe it. And then he gets picked up by the serial killer duo. And then he gets killed. And the whole overarching story behind this whole thing is that prayer doesn't work. It yeah. never works. Right. So that's fine. You have and, and that and that to that's what stuck with me mm. is that you have this belief and it's not, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying that people who are in are, are, are religious and spiritual, they, they believe that there is a connection. And in this part of the world, in this movie, in this universe, it doesn't fucking work ever. Well, no, like you think of yeah. like what? Lenora, who's like completely devout and throws and is completely like involved in her faith and sees her mother every day. And, and then she gets pregnant day. from and she, and, and the worst fucking thing happens to her. Yep. Um, Arvin's mother, um, the waitress, uh, Charlotte, right? Mm -hmm. Never, you know, the best character probably in the movie. Just dies. Yeah. You know, like cancer and, dies. Cancer and, and dies. Like they quickly. pray for her, they sacrifice a dog for her, they do everything for her. She's super sweet, super nice. Doesn't she work. dies. And then because of that, the husband kills himself and then orphans the son, basically. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, it's a downer. There's no doubt. And again, like Katie said, like I had the same feeling is like there's so much fucking to be bad stuff bummed out about right now that like I did uh, maybe the timing of it was was bad, Could but be. like I just yeah. It's a it's a well shot, well acted movie. I thought having the narrator was annoying at times. Like I get it. I, it was I, a I lot. felt I, I felt myself saying like, okay, I dude. know. Yes, I definitely I know. That a few times, I yeah, it. I, I know that's what out. he's because the characters like it was so well acted that you didn't need no you someone didn't. explaining what they were going through. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a downer, but like I feel like it could still be a good movie, and that's why I have it as a four and a half because I definitely thought about it. There's definitely some very memorable scenes. I don't need to rewatch it. It's you not. Know, a re I, it's I not hope a re you don't, I, hope and you I don't. won't. Yeah, I have no yeah. reason to, unless the Red Sox lose after uh, you know in a game seven. But uh, no, well, I'm going to lose. So <laughs> I do think yeah, they're going to they oh they lose all the time. Yeah, but but Holland was good. Bill Skarsgård was good. I thought. Um, Sebastian Stan wasn't even like he was. He wasn't bad. Was he, did he have like cotton balls in his face? He looked different. He looked swollen. He looked yeah. He looked like he had like the yeah, Marlon swollen. Brando like uh, what do you call it? Um, and maybe he was. Who was the what? Who's the the shooter? Um, oh, that Carl was Jason Carl. Clark. Jason he, he Clark was played he Carl. was great. I thought he yeah, was he really was. good. Um, yeah. Oh, so what do you think of the ending? Like so, so Tom Holland. Gets away, which you're good with it, but then it's like, but he's in a hitchhiker's. He's still hitchhiking, and you're like, the hippie. So, which yeah. is funny because he's in with this hippie, and he's talking about joining the army. Yeah. Um. He just. You never really see him sleep. You know what I mean? And then he's just like kind of falling asleep. He's like just done, done. And with he, and he said, and there's this, the narrator's talking, and he's talking about like how 
He doesn't want to be falling asleep in a car with a stranger. But at mm-hmm. that point, he was just thankful for the ride. Like, he didn't give a fuck. Like, it, it doesn't care anymore. But it almost makes, like, <laughs> the way that, that there, I don't think there'd be a happy ending for him. No. And so my guess is, like, he will go to Vietnam. And then and, he'll be, like, one of those guys, like, think of Full Metal Jacket or think of Platoon. Mm-hmm. And he'll be, like, one of those, like, that. that'll be the end of him. And that's a good point. Because I said, he. this is a character who is so driven to do... Yeah, and at the end, you know, all he wanted to do was bury his dog. Ugh. He did. He did yeah. that. He did that. His whole life, mm-hmm. I'm sure that was in the back of his mind that he never got to do that. And so, like you said, I think he's just done. Like I don't I am, care. It what, is. It is pretty I don't crazy. Care though, what happens next? If you're thinking of the ultimate crossover, what we had happen was Spider-Man killed Batman and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with his, that, with his Luger. With a Luger, with yeah. a German gun, but with, that was probably owned by Red Skull. So, <laughs> um, for me, for me, it was just like the ending was just that. Like he's yeah. his purpose in life is done. Whatever happens next, it doesn't. Yeah, matter. I think he avenged he avenged Lenora, and he also he buried his dog. Right, and that was it. That's all I needed. And he got to he buried his father's gun with the dog, so mm-hmm. that literally and figuratively gets buried. And pretty, I, I also thought what was pretty cool too is the scene where he ends up killing the serial killers, and then they show a quick flashback, and they're like, "Sandy actually, her gun was full of blanks." Because at first you're yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Like, how'd she miss him? And you're like, "Full of blanks," because he didn't trust her. So it's showing it's showing uh, Roy, well, no Carl, Carl unloading the gun as the narrator is telling you what he's doing. I'm like, you didn't have to. Oh yeah. That no, no, no. I'm with you. That I didn't need, but you didn't need to fucking explain that to me. Like I see it, you know, pretty loud and clear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, right. Let's, um, I think that's everything on this. Yeah. Okay. It was was exhausting. Yeah. All right, here we go. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I will defer to you this week. All right, I'll receive. This is also on Netflix, and this is of a much different fare. Although it's a horror movie, but it's definitely a horror comedy, and it's new this year. It's the sequel to The Babysitter, The Babysitter Killer Queen. I watched that. Ken Marino is very good. He's back in it. He is the uh, the father of the uh, the the dude, like the main dude who got babysat in the first one and is now in high school in this one. Uh, What's her name? Bella Thorne is back. She's she's in this. It's super stupid, but it's like I kind of needed this after watching The Devil All the Time. Okay, all right, like, yeah, yeah. Nice so palate I, cleanser. It was. It was super yeah. stupid. But if you look at if you like anything in the horror comedy realm, uh, not not bad for you know a hundred minutes or whatever it was. What do you got? Uh, I got a couple things. I'm gonna hang on to two. I had four actually picks of the pod, so I'm gonna four limit it to two. Like it sounds like a whole I episode. Yeah. Um. There was a movie I watched on HBO Max called Class Action Park, which is... Oh, is that out? I saw the trailer. It's out. I gotta it's say a, that. It's a documentary on Action Park, which... I, I the, so the movie Action Point with Johnny Knoxville and Chris Pontius is based off of Action Park, this place that really existed in New Jersey. Oh, okay. Where it's, so it was good. The fir- It's two like two hours long, just under two hours. The first hour is like, here's... Okay. The first hour is like piss yourself funny. And the second half, it gets really serious mm. and gets really um like kind of fucked up. Like so mm. basically 
um, this place is open. And there's it's opened by this guy who was a Wall Street guy who has no interest in like people are getting hurt, like that everything's designed poorly, people are getting in fights, um, you know, lifeguards are banging in sheds, and then all of a sudden, like four kids die in this park. And so they start, they focus more on the family of one of the kids who dies. So it gets oh, a little yikes. heavy. Wow. Yeah. But just the stories Jesus. that they tell. Wow. And my wife and I were joking around. We're like watching this and we're like, they're not doing a very good job of under like selling that this was a bad place because like, it sounds pretty fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Weird. And then, uh, and then, yeah, but like the gear switch, I, I'm warning you now that that okay. happened. Like it, right. there's a switch in the middle and it gets really serious. Um, okay. Right. But the first hour of it is so funny. Oh, weird. A, I, I forget weird. the guy's name. I think it's, I don't know how to, it's like Chris Gethard. Okay. It's, it's, it looks like Get Hard, but I think his name is <laughs> Gethard. You've seen him before. He's been at a bunch of stuff. He's okay. a comedian. He used to go there, and the woman who plays uh, Shauna Mulway Tweep on Parks and Rec, mm. she used to go, so they interview her, because she used to go there all the time, too. So it's like people who actually went there and experienced stuff, their stories are super funny. Okay. But as soon as they get into lawsuit stuff, you're like, mm, you know. Oh, but, um, interesting. I'll still check it out. One of the things, they had a 15-foot wave pool. What? 15 feet deep. Is that not the most insane fucking thing you've ever yeah. heard? Seems a little deep. It's like yeah. you're in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, two people died in it. Yeah. 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 That makes yeah. sense. So makes Class sense. Action Park is good. And also I will uh, will plug next week. If you haven't yet, please start watching Cobra Kai. It's really, really good. Two seasons, both Cobra on Kai. Netflix. It was originally a uh, YouTube show. YouTube, yeah. Like YouTube, YouTube Premium, YouTube yeah. Red or whatever. And then yeah. it uh so two seasons. They're both ten episodes and or uh, yeah, ten episodes, and they're about 30, 32 minutes each. Yep. So you can you nice can rip quick. through it. So that'll be next week. Cobra Kai seasons one and two. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and just about everywhere else. Podcasts are available. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We stream these episodes normally on Monday nights. A little change this week on a Tuesday, but normally on Monday nights, uh, go to YouTube.com slash dork podcast davy tries to get the twitch stream I'm in trying, while, man. but it's brutal like don't said. worry about it yeah. but makes more sense go on to twitch.tv slash arvon d and follow him on there because then you'll get a little alert when he's streaming when, whenever um, i can get a take a fucking breath we're also yeah. part of the uh, the hashtag dork shared gooniverse so type that into facebook there's a page there we get the latest from us Mac and Goo, Pop Culture Pile Driver, Change My Mind Pod, Chris Scheim, Dr. Joe Backcracker on the Twitch, uh, and Davey as well. And uh, make sure you check them out. There is some uh, some news coming this week. Uh, but first of all, I will be on um, Pop Culture Pile Driver uh, talking about One Hit Wonders this week. Oh, nice. Um, and I will also make an appearance on Furloughed Friends this week. Um, so check those both out. Sounds good. Oh, shit. I also meant to mention... Uh, Nick Fryer and Dr. Joe, they do the TLDR. Oh shit, yeah. On Twitch and then they also do it on uh it's on the Change My Mind mm-hmm. channel on the iTunes. They interviewed Scott Snyder, which they told me how that happened and fucking Fryer is just grinding man. Yeah. Scott Snyder is both I'll speak for Davey too, one of our favorite yep. writers ever for comics. I think there's probably four guys writing right now, maybe even three. Mm-hmm. That if they write it, I'll read it. I don't even know what it's about. Yep. But if you hear, oh, buy Scott Snyder or buy right. like Garth Ennis or buy 
Mm, I don't even know. A couple other guys probably. Oh, Maybe uh, Frank Miller, Azarello, like um, Brian K. Vaughn, Mark yeah. Miller. But anyway, Mark Millar. But whatever. But especially current guys, because like Alan Moore is like that's old school. Like Frank Miller is yeah. old school. But Scott Snyder's the man. So anyway, they interviewed him. So check that out. He was super gracious too. Like he was on for like an hour with them. So yeah, and Fryer was telling me playing golf. He's like, yeah, you know, if you have to go, because they gave him like from nine to ten, and they're like, if yeah. you have to go, and he's like, no, 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 we're good. Like so he just, funny. they were just shooting the shit, talking comics. So it would that's just like you'd him, get. They would ask him a question, and he would just like go on and on and on. And he he basically said it was like within the, an answer to a different kind of question. But he was talking. He brought up like horror movies, or he loves mm-hmm. like zombie movies, and he kind of sounded like the original Night of the Living Dead's favorite horror movie. Which is interesting because he does a lot of horror stuff. Obviously, he wrote American yeah. Vampire, but mm-hmm. uh, Severed, Witches. He's done a lot of stuff. Even some of the Batman stuff he's done is kind of in the horror yeah, genre. right. And so that was cool to hear what it was. So anyway, check all that stuff out. All good stuff. Ryan, what do they say about wombats? They got them square buttholes, baby. <laughs>